eat healthy is great, but what about when life gets busy? And if we don't have go-to options, have a plan, know what we're going to do and have options at our fingertips, it's just going to be really difficult to continue to reach our health goals and keep up with how we want to be nourishing our PCOS hormones. In this episode, we're going to talk about all the ways that you can eat healthy on the go, whether it's something that you prep and take with you or that you can buy out and about either at a restaurant or a convenience store so that you can continue to nourish your PCOS hormones no matter what your day or week looks like. You're listening to the PCOS Repair Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of PCOS and how to repair the imbalances in your hormones naturally with a little medical help sprinkled in. Hi, I'm Ashleen Korczak, and with many years of medical and personal experience with polycystic ovarian syndrome, it is my joy to watch women reverse their PCOS as they learn to nourish their body in a whole new way. With the power of our beliefs, our mindset, and our environment, and the understanding of our genetics, we can heal at the root cause. Welcome back to the PCOS Repair Podcast, where today we're going to be talking about all of the food options that you can quickly grab and go, prep ahead, get on your way, out and about, wherever it is that your week takes you, and how to set yourself up for success in the midst of real life. All right, so let's get started. First thing is, is it really comes down to meal planning. You don't have to go into great detail, but just grab a scratch piece of paper and write down the basics of your week. So say you're going to go Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday. Sometimes I don't plan my weekends because I don't know what's happening yet. And I plan them on Friday for just the weekend, whatever works best for you. Then you're just going to quickly say like, what are you going to do for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? and maybe some snacks. Or if you're like me, you just have about five to 10 regular snacks that you keep in the house that you buy every single week. You know, I like things like apples and almond butter or peanut butter. I like things like, I mean, I eat like some cheese, but it depends on if you are tolerant to dairy or not. I don't have a hard time with certain types of dairy, other types I stay away from. So it's really about learning your body first and foremost, but I keep things like pickles, olives. I like to make chia pudding so I can just have a quick little thing of like chia pudding and berries. But basically I just keep certain snacks easily on hand. I have some healthy protein bars that are not always the best option because there's always going to be more ingredients than we would love to have when we get to packaged foods. But a protein shake or a protein bar where there's no added sweeteners, any artificial sweeteners are things like stevia, erythritol, or monk fruit. Um, they tend to be the best ones as far as reducing the glycemic index and not spiking insulin. However, all of the kind of prepackaged foods are always going to be a little bit inflammatory. And so use them sparingly when needed because life happens. So once you kind of know what you're going to have going on during your week, you may see that, okay, I'm going to need to eat out for lunch these days. We're going to be dashing out of the house. So these mornings, I don't have time to make a full breakfast or I'm leaving really early or I'm going to be traveling. And what would be some options to either have already in the fridge so that you can just pack them with you or what can you grab at a coffee shop, you know, those type of mornings. And then maybe you have some evenings where you're going to be getting off late or getting home late and you want to either pick up dinner on the way home or you want to eat out with friends or family or you're traveling and so you're going to be eating outside of your home. Whatever those options are, that's what we want to just kind of make note of. And then today in the rest of the episode, we're going to talk about what are some of the options that you could kind of insert into those parts of your meal plan for the week. 
So the second step is deciding what it is you're going to eat in those meals that you're away from your home, that you can't cook a regular breakfast, lunch, or dinner in your home. So the most healthy where you have full control over what is in your food is going to be to meal prep or to prep and pack something. So whether it's um, you made something that you can heat once you get to work or you packed something like overnight oats or chia pudding or egg bites or something like that. You created it. You know what's in it. You made it ahead. That takes more time. Sometimes we have time in the week for that. Sometimes we do not, but that's always one option. This would also include packing yourself a salad or leftovers for lunch and perhaps cooking once, eating two or three times as far as dinner is concerned so that when you come home, you can have dinner pretty much ready just to heat up and eat. And while that may be one of the best nourishing options is to create and prep and cook your own food, I think it's really important to take a step back and look at the big picture here. If this is something that is a rare occasion, then I would give yourself a ton of grace to just do your best and don't worry about being perfect. Of course, perfect, you know, in quotations, because we never quite reach perfect anyway, but you, you get the idea. We want to make sure that for the most part, we're sticking pretty close to and striving for um, really healthy PCOS eating. And that way we can intentionally choose when we don't want to, and we don't want just the busyness of our week to dictate how we eat. That's the point of this episode is that we want to be able to stay in that driver's seat of choosing how we want to eat and being able to provide our body with the nourishment we want so that we can also take the breaks and enjoy a you know planned indulgence meal or a special treat when and where we want to, as compared to just kind of having life thrown at us and not being prepared. Okay. But if this is something that's happening every single morning or every single lunch, then it's going to be really difficult to make any progress in reversing your PCOS if you're not able to do some sort of planning and improvement on those on-the-go meals where you don't have time to cook and do a lot of prep work. So that's why in the first step, it was really important to identify when these times are and it's okay for some of these to be eating out and to not be completely perfect. Again, we're not really perfect anyway, so we got to get rid of that. But you don't have to really stick to as strict of a nourishing of your PCOS plan, but just be aware that the closer you can stay to what you're trying to accomplish with your healthy eating at whatever level you're choosing to approach that at, the faster you're going to see progress and the more encouraged you're going to be to keep going. It gets frustrating when we're not seeing progress. And sometimes that can be because there's too many of these meals where it's a little bit, you know, feeling like it's outside of our control. And that's where we want to take back that control and provide ourselves with better choices, especially when we're not really even enjoying the eating out. We're just trying to, you know, feed ourselves because we're hungry throughout the day and we want to keep our energy up so we can do our best work. So when we're talking about a daily basis or several times a week, we want to either pack something, find the time, build in the time, find simple things. I mean, salads are the easiest. You can literally buy bagged lettuce. You can go and buy grilled chicken, opt for the organic non-hormone added or not, you know, raised without hormones, you know, chicken breast. If you like other types of meat, you can choose other types of meat add some vegetables. You can buy already cut and washed vegetables like cauliflower, broccoli, carrots are great options. You can even add some fruit to your salads, sometimes some strawberries or apple slices, some toasted nuts. All of these things can make creating a lunch salad 
very easy. And then so that you don't have to create your own salad dressing. I love Primal Kitchen. Um, you can just buy already clean ingredients, non-inflammatory ingredient salad dressings. And all of the ones that I have tried are very delicious. The next level of making it a little easier on yourself is to order a salad out. So maybe you go somewhere like I used to go to Panera on my lunch break, but I would keep a bottle of Primal Kitchen dressing in my work refrigerator. That way I could just, you know, order out or have it delivered um, depending on the day. And then I could just really easily add my own salad dressing and not use theirs that had added sugar and um, was used or was created with inflammatory oils. So that's another layer of not needing to do as much prep work, but just having your salad dressing on hand and being able to order all sorts of different salads. And of course you can always omit croutons or any cheeses if you're trying to be gluten and dairy free. All right. So then the next layer of eating out on the go is to just order your full meal at a restaurant. Now this gets both expensive as well as a little bit more tricky to navigate the menus and knowing what they have. And you definitely give up a fair amount of control in how they cook and prepare your foods, what types of fats they're using. So are they using inflammatory oils or healthy oils? What kind of meat are they using? Are they using organic, free range, you know, all, all the things you're giving up some control. And so ideally you're not doing this for every meal, but it's really important to know how to order out so that you can live your life and have the freedom to be out and about to travel and to continue to nourish your body the best that you can, even during those busy days and busy weeks where life just keeps on going. So with this episode, I'm going to include a restaurant guide. This is not restaurant by restaurant. It's kind of by category of restaurant. So it's going to talk about your best options of what to focus on and what to avoid when you go to like a Mexican restaurant or a fast food restaurant, or when you go to a coffee shop and how you can just know what to order, know what to avoid, or know how to kind of look at the menu and combine what's going to work well for you so that you can really easily learn to nourish your hormones on the go. I'll drop that link in the show notes below. So make sure you go ahead and grab your free copy of Eating Out for PCOS Health. But keep in mind that although this is comprehensive of a lot of different types of food, it is based on best options given the type of restaurant you're in. So it's not meant to be a guide for ideal PCOS eating. It's meant to be a practical guide for eating on the go to continue to do your best to nourish your hormones. And again, it's okay to also include some planned indulgences, but we want to do that in a way where it's really when we want them, not because we had to have them. You know, in the summer, there's a fruit stand that makes the most delicious pies and cobblers. And so if I'm in the area, I will pick up one with some ice cream bull dairy, regular ice cream on a Friday, and we'll enjoy it as a family in the hot summer, tasting that fresh fruit made into a delicious dessert. And that is an intentional choice to enjoy the taste of summer. Not something we do all the time, not something we even do once a week during the summer, but that's how I like to use my kind of planned indulgences, my breaks from eating perfectly PCOS. I keep saying perfectly on this episode, but you go, you know what I mean? Like kind of sticking to that aim of doing the best we can to nourish our PCOS hormones. I, I don't like the word perfect, but it's just, it's in the vocabulary. We know what it kind of means, but um, you don't have to be perfect even on a normal day. Try to follow like the 80-20 rule where 
80% of the time you are eating whole foods, vegetables, and all of that. And then 20% of the time you're giving yourself a little bit more grace to add some convenience into your life. You know, maybe that's where you order a salad, bring your own dressing kind of thing, or you eat out at lunch, but you create your own healthy breakfast and dinner, or maybe you stop at a coffee shop and you grab a coffee and some egg bites that aren't perfectly the way you would want to have made them if you made them yourself, but it was way better than avoiding breakfast because you didn't have time to make anything, couldn't find anything that was all the way exactly what you wanted to be eating. And then you spent your morning kind of in a slump because you didn't get your energy started for the day. And then you start snacking because you're too hungry and we kind of lose control of being able to make those good choices when we're too hungry. And your whole day just gets off to a bad start because you weren't wanting to compromise just a little on the fact that Starbucks egg bites have a little bit of cornstarch in them or a little bit of whatever, you know, you know, you get what I'm saying here. So the goal is, is that we want to know how to easily, seamlessly create the habits of feeding ourselves healthy, whole foods. And then as we get out there in the world, as our life goes on, as we're continuing to learn how to nourish our hormones, it becomes really important to know what to eat when we're on the go. And that's what that food guide, the restaurant guide is going to help you do so that you know, when you go to a restaurant, what to order, what to ask them to leave out, what questions to even ask them. Like, is that, you know, made with such and such, those kind of questions are so helpful in understanding what it is that you're going to be eating. So there you have it, my friend, how to very quickly, I mean, we're talking, this takes less than five minutes, just give a quick glance at your week, jot down either what you're going to cook or what you're going to prep or where you're going to eat and what you're going to order. And even it could just be like, you know what you're going to order if you go to a certain restaurant. So just quickly jot down what your plan is for the week. That way, you know what you need to grocery shop for. Um, you're not buying extra food. And make sure you grab the restaurant guide for eating healthy for your PCOS hormones on the go because it's going to help you learn how to navigate restaurants, fast foods, coffee shops, even convenience stores because, you know, you can grab a lot of pretty healthy options if you know what you're looking for when you go to a 7-Eleven. So if you're on a road trip, that way you can grab healthy snacks as you're on your trip. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you'll get notified each week when a new topic is available. If you have any questions or if you want to know other restaurants or types of food that aren't included in that guide that I talked about, be sure to head over to Instagram and find me at Nourish to Healthy and leave me a comment or a DM because I would love to continue this conversation as well as conversations about other important health topics about PCOS over there on Instagram. And until next week, bye for now. Did you know that studies of PCOS epigenetics have shown that our environment can either worsen or completely reverse our PCOS symptoms? I believe that although PCOS makes us sensitive to our environment, it also makes us powerful. When we learn what our body needs and commit to providing those needs, not only do we gain back our health, but we grow in power just by showing up for ourselves. This is why I've created a guide for you to get started. My PCOS fertility meal guide can be found in the show notes below. I want to show you how to create an environment that promotes healing while still being able to live a life that you enjoy. This guide is completely free. So go get your copy now so that you can step into the vision that you have for your life and for your health.